If you want to perform at your peak, the way that you handle stress on a daily basis is going to impact the results that you're able to achieve. So let's look into different ways to handle stress. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I hope you're having a wicked day. Uh, today is all about high achievers and peak performance because if we want to be able to achieve big things in the, in the world and our businesses, we need to learn to deal with stress in a much more effective way. Stress can derail us. It can cause us to make bad decisions. It can cause us to play small. It can cause us to have really bad conversations that don't support the growth of our businesses. And so if you really want to be in peak performance, a lot of the time we need to use stress in a different way rather than using it to drive us. I know that I've used stress in the past to actually drive me. Like it can feel like extra pressure. I've used a deadline to help make me take action and it's made me more productive and more effective in some times. But what is the, the biggest difference is when we start to recognize that stress has actually gotten a little bit out of control and it's gotten beyond the point of using it for productivity. And when we learn to deal with stress in a different way, we can use it in a way that's going to support our growth rather than derail us because this is what happens. We go through stages where stress encourages productivity. It encourages us to take action when we're in a state of fear. It can cause us to be better, do better, because we're putting that extra pressure on ourselves. If that's you, then I'd go back and listen to the episode about high-performing pressure, because that could be causing you to go into a state of imposter syndrome and struggling with pressure in a negative way. But today is about dealing with stress over a longer period of time, because often when the stress has gone past that point where we are productive to a certain extent, we're actually causing our body to go into a stress state, and the way that we handle it when our body is in our stress state can impact our results hugely because what happens if we stay in that stress state our performance that used to be productive because we were taking action under stress we were forcing ourselves to move forward we were making quick decisions we were performing it to a deadline often afterwards if we keep that stress at that high level that productivity starts to wane our performance starts to drop because the stress is actually affecting us differently so I want to support you today in this episode with thinking about stress in a different way because stress is something that is detrimental to your health, detrimental to your well-being, your mental health, and it's going to affect your business long term if you don't deal with it in a really positive way. Stress can support you to an extent, but when you start to change the way that you handle it, it can support your growth in a massive way by dealing with it to eradicate it because if you're always in a stress state you're going to end up it's going to end up starting to affect your decision making skills your performance your conversation skills the way that you rest and rejuvenate because it's much more difficult to get out of a stress state if you've been in it for a longer period of time a lot of high performers and people who are in high pressure jobs 
either learn to deal with stress in a better way and it's actually they become much more effective in their role or they don't and they burn out. So what's really important is that you've got to make that decision. Are you going to use stress in a better way or are you going to let it to affect you to burn out? Now, if you are someone that doesn't necessarily resonate with the word stress, you can replace that word with, say, pressure or your workload. If you're feeling like starting to feel overwhelmed with all the things on your to-do list, then that and that, if that's causing a rise in your blood, <laughs> blood pressure and you're feeling that intensity of almost an anxious feeling in your chest, then that's definitely rising to a stress state. So it works the same way. So just replace that word stress with pressure or workload or overwhelm, whatever it is for you, and it'll work the same way. So we need to learn to manage this pressure because it's crucial for our future health and our outcomes in our business. Stress is inevitable, like we're going to experience it, especially when we're doing things we've never done before, especially when we're excelling at a certain level in our business, then we're going to feel the excess pressure. We're going to feel the stress of getting things done and making sure that we're actually achieving at a high level. So I'm going to take you through a couple of different things where we can start to recognize where we're in a stressed state because it is the opposite of when we're in a high performance peak state that we are on it, right? So when you're on it, you're feeling well, you're relaxed, but focused, you enjoy things outside of your work. So you make time and prioritize things like exercise or movement. You feel like you can work well under pressure, but you don't let it affect you. You're able to say no, which is really key. Others often will see you as adaptable and approachable, even in a stressed environment. So they will see you can stay calm under pressure. If you're in a good peak state, then you're often sleeping well. This is a really big indicator. If you're not sleeping well because your mind is running a mile a minute because you can't calm your mind down, that's when stress has gotten out of control. Okay, some of the symptoms of when you're recognizing you're in a stress state are things like getting irritable really easy or feeling like you're on edge. You end up making snap decisions because and you don't think them through because you feel like it's another thing that you have to do or you're feeling like it's very overwhelming to make that decision. You feel like you're always squeezing more energy out of yourself to try and perform better. Sometimes things like coffee or stimulants or whatever you normally use to get your energy stop working. You feel often exhausted and the pure endurance of your work-life balance has is absolutely suffering. You feel like you're struggling to make decisions. You have trouble sleeping. You feel like you're always operating on survival mode. And this is one of the things that I used to think all the time when I was in a really stressed environment was that I couldn't wait to get on a plane that had no internet connection and no phone reception so I could at least have a rest and not be bothered. (laughs) Right? So if you often think about yourself going, I wish I could go on a holiday, I wish I could just switch off, those things are really a big indicator where stress is starting to get a little bit out of control. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the stress zone, right? Because we can get into a high stress zone. Now, sometimes if we're in a peak area of our business, that stress zone can help drive us to meet deadlines. It can help drive us to be more productive, make quicker decisions, and it can feel like and seem like you are really performing at a high level. Now, that's usually in the early stages of that stress state. But if that stress state continues, then our peak performance can often feel like we're maintaining it, but it'll get to a stage where we start to feel the overwhelm kick in. We start to feel the stress cause us to then go into that state of 
you know, making snap decisions, not sleeping well, and it's starting to affect your overall well-being of your life. And that's when then the overwhelm increases even more and you feel like you're almost at that point of burnout. So what we want to do is we want to make sure we actually catch the stress at an earlier state as we start to recognize when the stress starts to set in. And then we, if we're able to manage it at that stage and not allow it to get to the overwhelm phase or not to get to the burnout phase, then it's much easier to handle. Now, when I used to manage a team, sometimes I didn't recognize the stress in myself until I recognized it in my team. So if I noticed any of my team members were on edge, were kind of responded to me in a snappy way, or I would ask them a question and they would bite back or anything like that, where I could feel their energy was in a stress state, I started to actually look back at, okay, how am I showing up? Because we don't often realize that we're the ones in a really stressed state and that's actually then being the ripple effect of that is causing our team members to be or our employees to be really stressed as well. So we just want to be mindful of how to recognize it so you can start to pick it up early because it does affect the people that you surround yourself with. Often as well, like if you've got partners or kids, if they are starting to react in a certain way, we'll want to look back to ourselves and go, hang on, how am I showing up first? Because it could be that they're feeding off my energy and they can feel my stress and then that's going to affect them as well. So what we want to do is to learn to break the stress cycle at an earlier stage so then we can deal with it in a much more effective way. So we want to firstly recognize when we're actually falling into that stress state and then start to relieve a little bit of the pressure because it can literally feel like a pressure cooker or a soft drink bottle that you've shaken up and you open that lid and it's just like literally pouring out of the bottle. We want to recognize before it gets to that stage and start to relieve a bit of the pressure first. Then we want to learn to actually resolve the stressed state and then utilize that pattern to actually support us in expanding the way that we deal with stress on a daily basis rather than waiting for it to build up and then try to fix it. So what I want you to do first is I want you just to take a moment and if you can, if you're not driving a car or you're not walking somewhere where you have to watch where you're going, I want you to take a moment and I want you to close your eyes down and I want you to start to picture what it is that you look like when you're in a stressed state. So if you just start to think about a time that you were really stressed, if you were to picture your body language, like how were you sitting or standing? How are you holding yourself? What did your face look like? Was your jaw clenched? Was your eyes like almost squinted? Like you were just like, oh, you could feel the pressure in your face. Was your breathing shallow or was it deep? Were you breathing from high in your chest? Starting just to recognize How it is that you hold yourself, how you deal with stress in your body first helps us to recognize the body language that it it causes it, but also we're recognizing when it starts to show up for us. So firstly, you want to start to recognize that. So, So we know when it's time to create a circuit breaker to stop that stress from continuing on. So when you're starting to see those early warning signs creeping in, we want to first focus on relieving some of that pressure. So just like that soft drink bottle that's been shaken up, we want to release a tiny amount of that pressure at the time to avoid the inevitable explosion that can happen afterwards. So the secret to building your resistance and resilience under stress is basically not to avoid it. If we avoid it, it just builds up, builds up, builds up. We want to address it at the time and we want to focus on how we can bring back the equilibrium to our body first and then work out how we can deal with the thoughts around the stress that's be- or how it's being caused. So what I'd love to do is actually take you through a really simple breathing pattern to help relieve some of that stressed state. So you can always come back to this episode whenever you need it and listen to it. And it's really, really simple, but I'm just going to take you through that now. So if you can take a seat 
or find a comfortable spot where you can sit and I'm going to take you through that now. It's really simple. You don't necessarily have to close your eyes down, but at least drop your gaze. Put your feet flat on the ground so you can feel the grounding of the earth. And basically the first thing is to take your focus off whatever is causing that stress and shift your focus to something that is the most easiest to do, and that is your breath. So just for a moment, without controlling your breath, you just want to pay attention to it. So I want you to recognize where is it entering your body? Is it coming in through your nose? Is it coming in through your mouth? And where are you breathing from? Notice, is it shallow or fast? Are you breathing from the top of your chest? Which is very common when we're in a stressed state. So just take a moment just to get in touch with your breath. Allow your breathing to calm. And just notice the clarity and calm that that brings to your body. We want to soften the breath and soften your face. Relax the muscles around your eyes and your cheeks. Just take a moment to slow down. Now, when you take your next breath, I want you to notice the coolness of the air. The coolness of the air coming in and the warmth of your breath as it leaves your body. And now that you're focused on your breath and you're noticing the rise and fall of your chest and notice the feeling of calm starting to spread across your shoulders and your chest Imagine that you're breathing in and out of your chest, not your nose or mouth. As you breathe in and out, reconnecting with the center through your chest. I want you to bring now, bring a cool green color as if you're breathing it into your chest. Make it your favorite green. It could be a shimmering light sea green or a deeper green like a tree. And you feel the cool, clear, green breath radiating into your chest and spreading now through your body. And notice that the feelings that you were feeling before have changed. They've shifted and your cool, clear breath coming in and out of your chest is reconnecting you with calm. Now staying here for a moment, I want you to picture someone or something that you love, something that's important to you. I remember a time when you were completely relaxed. It may be the face of a loved one, a tropical island beach, or your favorite holiday destination. 
Just picture that in your mind now for the next 20 seconds. And just keep breathing in that cool, green, calm air. And notice how good it feels. Okay, as you are listening to my voice and following the steps, you will have noticed a feeling of calm and a reduction in your level of stress. Do you see now how useful just this technique of just focusing on your breath helps to reduce your stress levels? By doing this, you're telling your body that you are in control and that you are safe and that it's okay to feel calm and relaxed. Now, if you're able to do this, in high states of stress, not only will you be able to give yourself the opportunity to actually think straight, because what happens when you're in a stress state is that your blood pressure rises, your body goes into almost a state of fight or flight, and in that moment, the blood rushes away from your brain and goes to your extremities to get you ready for whatever danger may be coming your way, because your body doesn't feel safe. So by reducing that level of stress, you're allowing the blood to go back to your brain so you can think clearly. This is why we make those snap decisions when we're in a stress state, because we're not thinking clearly. And so it's basically giving you the, the best way to be much more efficient and effective in your decision making, in your performance, and being able to best be the best version of you as you show up in your world and your business for those around you, if your customers. And it's one of the biggest things that I feel is one of the things we forget to do. We forget to breathe. We forget to actually focus on how we're feeling and focus on improving that first before we then show up in the world. It's a much better state to make decisions from, to take action from, and to lead others from, right? It's your natural state of being able to be in a peak performance state. So once you've relieved that stress in the moment, you can do this exercise at any time. You don't even necessarily have to close your eyes. I've done it even in preparing for a keynote speech where I would literally be sitting at a table preparing for like waiting to be called up to the stage and using that breath to actually in a color of green just to calm my body down before I even stepped on stage. So being able to use this in those high stress states is actually tr telling your body that you are in control and it doesn't actually have to be scared, doesn't have to be in a state of fear and it's okay. So we want to do that in those times and that helps to be much more effective in those stressful, stressful times. So you can do this before you go into a meeting, before you make a presentation, before you're having a challenging conversation, whatever it is that you're feeling the pressure about, you, you can do that from a place of calm and collected rather than a state of stress. You're more likely to welcome feedback. You're more than, more than likely to have a much more effective conversation and take action that's much more effective rather than from a stress state. So basically then what you want to do is look at the state of stress, look at what's causing the stress now from this calm state. And I guarantee you, you'll be able to look at it from a different perspective. So once we have relieved that stress a little bit, then we want to look at shifting to the focus of resolving the stress. So usually stress reactions are caused by a feeling of a lack of choice. We feel like we've got no options or we've got no time. It's what we're telling ourselves in our minds. So the first thing I would suggest you do is sit down and write down 
everything that's running through your mind about that specific thing that's causing the stress. Get it all out of your head because often when we're trying to make sense of it in our brain, it's really jumbled up and mixed with a whole heap of other things. So what we want to do is we want to find as much clarity as possible. So get yourself into a calm, relaxed state first and then allow yourself to really digest, figure out what's going on that's causing that that stress. So what we want to do is we want to create opportunities. We want to create options so then we can feel like we're in control. So from that moment, once we've written it all down, we want to go back and go, okay, what are my options here? What other things haven't I seen yet? What are my other choices that I can focus on that'll actually help to relieve some of this stress? And sometimes in this place, we can also recognize that, hey, before when I was in that high stress state, what was I choosing not to notice that maybe was actually a positive despite the situation? And looking back on it now, how was I distorting the perception of the situation? Because sometimes when we're in that stress state, everything feels like an attack when it doesn't necessarily even need to be that way. It could be just that, hey, that was a conversation this person was sharing with me, what their apprehension was, what their fear was, what their doubts were, and they just needed a bit more information. So when you allow yourself to get back into a, in a calm, collected place, you're able to see things from a completely different perspective. So I want you to start to then think about, okay, what have I learned so far? What are my options? What am I, haven't I seen yet? What options haven't I considered yet? And start to allow yourself to make a list, like go through all the lists of things that you possibly could try or do, or maybe that's even thinking about who could I ask to get further support with this? And we ask from a place of strength. Asking for help is not a weakness. If you want to go far, you're going to need support of other people that have been where you want to go. So allowing yourself to even ask for that help is really, really key. And then from this place, once you have those options, you may then want to start to take action. But before you do that, what I would suggest you do is take a moment and reflect on what caused this stress state in the first place and what were some of the things, what insights could you have about that now to then reduce the amount of time you spend in the stress state next time? So there may have been some triggers that caused it. There may have been some things that triggered your emotional response that had nothing to do with the situation, but actually brought up old stuff from the past that maybe you haven't healed yet. And it's about having a moment to actually reflect on, hang on a minute, like I need to actually work on releasing some of that anger or that resentment or that fear around that type of situation. So then that doesn't happen again next time. And so there's some beautiful insights that you can usually get from that perspective now after the fact and look back on it and go, okay, next time, what could I do to notice when I'm in a high stress state in in the first place? What could I do to use as a circuit breaker to stop me from getting into that high, high stress state? And that could be, you know, taking a break. It could be literally walking away from the problem earlier. It could be having conversations with multiple people before you make a decision. It could be parking the conversation to the next day. It could be getting a good night's sleep. It could be having conversation with a loved one about something completely different and then coming, coming back to the problem. There's so many different ways that you can handle the problem from a different place, but you want to recognize what's causing the stress in the first place. So then you allow yourself to do something different next time. And this is exactly what great leaders do. They manage themselves. They manage their emotional state to make sure that whatever's happening in the moment is actually not about them. They're allowing themselves to see everything with a complete different perspective and allow an objective perspective and to be able to see that it doesn't have to be a pressured situation and they can ask themselves really quality questions that's causing the underlying stress and be able to see the situation for what it is and allow themselves to work through the problem from a outsider's perspective rather than being in a stress state and having to deal straight up. 
So I think it's one of the biggest things that you can do to work on for your own well-being, but also for the well-being of your business, for the growth of your business, sustainability of your business. I'm sure you didn't get into business to think about being in a stress state all the time. So what we want to do is start to go, okay, so how do I want to be in my business? How do I want to be each day, every day of my life? And I guarantee you the answer is not going to be stressed. It's the leading cause of the most of the diseases that are happening in this world right now, right? For most people. So what we want to do is start to recognize how am I choosing to be in my business each day? And sometimes it's about setting that clear intention in the morning and going, well, I'm going to choose to be calm and collected today. I'm going to choose to be curious. I'm going to choose to be loving. There's so many different ways that we can focus on setting that clear intention from the beginning of the day helps to activate that part of your brain. And then that choice is showing, helping you show up in the way that you want to show up. And I guess some of the biggest things that affect that is how you take care of yourself outside of the workspace as well. So doing small little things like meditation, exercise, having breaks, getting back into nature, using music to, to relax you visiting an art gallery or an exhibition, doing something a little bit different, using creativity, coloring. That's why those adult coloring books went so crazy because people were using them to deal with stress. There's so many different ways, but it's what you do outside of your business that also helps to impact what happens inside of your business. So I hope this episode has supported you. I hope you really enjoyed that relaxed, focused beginning, sorry, middle section where we took you through that focused breathing technique. And if you have any questions about any of this, feel free to reach out to me, but I hope this supports you in this busy time and I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.